welcome back one more time to the Progressive Patriots podcast. It's just me. It's the holidays. You know how it goes. So I'm just going to get right into this shit. It is about 1730 on December 28th. Uh, Who knows what will have happened by the time you hear this. The Wisconsin electoral maps were thrown out. These were... The Wisconsin Supreme Court ordered them to be redrawn by a a third-party group. And they had previously been drawn by the uh, majority Republican state legislature. But there was an activist group called Law Forward, which is NGO but does skew left in their political activism. Uh, and their what they cited was the state constitution of the districts needing to be contiguous, which they were not. So there's uh, one of the su- state Supreme Court justices, uh, Jill Karofsky, Uh, had this to say, because we enjoin the current state legislative district maps from future use, remedial maps must be drawn prior to the 2024 elections. And uh, as you can expect, there were the dissenting judges who were partisan, just as much as they were calling the other ones partisan, but... They had a bunch of dumb shit to say, and like there was a lot of statements from, you know, Republican politicians and the state Republican Party and all the rest of it. And I just I kind of uh, decided to summarize it as Republicans said stupid shit in return. And there you go. Um, This one's pretty straightforward. This is a win for for democracy. It's a win for the voters. So, um, I can only expect that why they're mad is because their policies do not stand on their own merits. And so, they have to fucking rig the game to keep themselves in the positions they're in. To keep their knees on, on our backs. So, go Wisconsin. Good job. Uh, not so good job. Michigan. The Supreme Court, the Michigan State Supreme Court declined to hear a 14th Amendment, the Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, the whole like inciting insurrection. Uh, This should be a disqualifier for for being electable to public office. And the Michigan State Supreme Court declined to hear the case. Uh, The, I believe... This is from the majority opinion on the dismissal was we are not persuaded that the questions presented should be reviewed by this court. Uh, As you I think they're just punting, uh, waiting to see what the Supreme Court's going to do about it one way or the other. Um, The case was dismissed on procedural grounds, so that does allow for the people who brought the case to the Supreme Court in Michigan, they can bring it back up or they can appeal it themselves to the U.S. Supreme Court, um, which is going to be more likely than not the case of what's going to happen. 
because even if they do try to submit their case again, the Michigan State Supreme Court will probably dismiss it again. Uh, so appealing is the best case here. Um, I can see the logic in saying that uh, Trump should not be disqualified from ballots uh, and that the voters should decide, like, if he's really that guilty of whatever, then the voters won't vote him in, right? Fucking wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I understand the, the, the thinking in there. It was the same thing that was being said with, like, with George Santos in the beginning, which was, I really don't like what I see. I, I personally think he's fucking guilty, but I, uh, I want convictions. I don't want indictments, I want convictions. It's not the same thing. Which, yes, I get it, but I don't think, I'm not convinced that he didn't do it. And his saving grace on that, if that goes to the Supreme Court, is obviously going to be because three of those judges owe their positions to him, and a further three uh, do sympathize with him in multiple ways, so. There's probably not going to be a whole lot doing when it gets to that point. If it gets to that point, uh, I don't. I don't understand how that. This is still a discussion. He, even the dissenting justice in Colorado, said the same fucking thing. That he's like, uh, oh, you know, if someone were to be indicted for <coughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, uh, in insurrection inciting an insurrection that he, they, he, they should still have a conviction so even a guy who's like yeah this fucker's guilty okay we know that everybody can fucking see that but we all know that he's gonna get away with it also more likely than not he's gonna get away with it uh, the, the court is stacked in his favor even though the evidence is clear the I could have quoted some of uh, the truths that Trump put out on his uh, Truth Social platform, but this one I summarized his uh, his truths as Trump said dumb shit on Truth Social, and there you go. Uh, if you want to go read that shit, <laughs> like you're tougher than me. I've tried uh, more than once, many many times to try to like to try to transcribe things that he says in videos and stuff and it's it's really hard and his writing is not a whole lot better i have no desire to read that uh nor do i have any desire to sort through it to see what is meaningful and what isn't still uh i understand what michigan is doing they're just punting it to the u.s supreme court makes sense because uh like the other like Colorado's goal is being appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court, uh, more than likely, transition point here, the Maine Supreme Court is going to be dis issuing a decision soon. The Secretary of State, uh, Shanna Bellows, um, who is a registered Democrat, for whatever you want to count that as, um, disqualified Trump from the Maine primary for inciting an insurrection but you know that's just a unilateral move bellows elected to uh suspend the decision 
until the main Supreme Court decides if it's uh, constitutionally legal, permissible in the state. Uh, man, this is fucking weird, dude. Because, like, if I, I don't know, try to overthrow the government, I probably would not be allowed to run for president. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be allowed to run for anything. I don't understand why this person is an exception. But, you know, rule of law only applies to other people. Uh huh. So, moving on to a little bit of criminal justice reform. Uh, President Biden pardons. Uh, he gives out a shitload of pardons and um, lowers the sentencing on 11 people with nonviolent drug related uh, sentencings. Um, thousands of others were of uh, simple cannabis charges, like simple possession, that type of thing. Those, those, uh, well, let, here's his words. The pardoned people, quote, committed or were convicted of the offense of simple possession of marijuana, attempted simple possession of marijuana, or use of marijuana, end quote. So, you know, pretty straightforward. Is it great? No. Is it good? Yeah. It's a, it's a step in the right direction. So it's, it's a start, you know what I mean? Um, like that uh, the priest was talking about the like the vatican lgbt rules that they they just handed out about blessing marriages it's a start all right so let's take the wins where we can get them and we'll keep moving forward and we'll keep pushing the issue absolutely correct in this case um hmm. so in new york the the city council bans the use of solitary confinement in city jails or city lockup, whatever. Mayor Eric Adams, who, um, he's a dino, I think, is the Democrat in name only. Um, he used to be a, uh, high, like a pretty high-ranking police officer, so he uh, refused to comment on if he was going to veto this this bill from the city council. Uh, Eric Adams, from what I understand, this is this is a similar situation that Los Angeles has and other like major metropolitan areas tend to have, is the anything that is not anyone who is not a Democrat is not gonna get any votes. There's no point. You are wasting, you are literally wasting your time and money. You're not going to get, you're not going to get anything. <laughs> uh, so what they do is they, they run as Demo the Democratic primary election for that seat is the, uh, that's the actual election because whoever wins that is going to get elected, right? So they just, switch themselves to Democrats, they run in the Democratic primary, and then they just, who can run at closest enough to the right, or to center, I guess, if you want to frame it that way, who can run close enough, centrist enough to pick up enough uh, red votes to 
to get themselves in. So uh, Eric Adams is 100% one of those kinds of people um, in New York. Um, I mean, look at the other mayors that uh, what's the fucking what's that lumbering giant de Blasio de Blasio yeah uh, here is a little bit from the the city's public advocate uh, Jermaine Williams the one thing we have said is we should not use isolation which people have proven as torture uh, I can't help but agree and I'm not even in, like, this is, I could go out places, but yeah, just being home by myself all the time fucking sucks. I can't, I just cannot imagine being locked in a room with like nothing to do. You know what I mean? That's not, <laughs> not a good, uh, it's not a disciplinary technique. Uh, the bill allows for. It's referred to as de-escalation confinement for up to four hours following a violent outburst from an inmate, but it's required to have wellness checks a few times every hour. And uh, the inmates cannot be held away from the, uh, the common areas for more than 10 hours a day. The... I don't... I didn't look into it. I fucking should have. Um, but there's this group, the Correction Officers Benevolent Association. Is They obviously oppose... Well, I don't know if it's obvious, but they do. And they uh, cited stats that uh, violence against corrections officers is still a big problem. Violence in New York jails in general is a major problem. Um... Uh, I absolutely understand why the correction officers don't like this. Uh, like it's a, it's a tool that you, I guess it's like a threat that you can hold over people's heads. Cause like once you do it once, I really doubt you'll want to do that again. I don't expect that a whole lot of things will be worth going through that again. But, like, man, that shouldn't... That's not... I don't know. It doesn't seem right. Even even if it's just something to keep in your back pocket. Um, the corrections officers should be pivoting this, I think, to... We need more COs, and we need better pay. We need better benefits. We need more people. Because we're getting attacked because there's not enough. And we're being overworked and the pay is not fucking worth it so this is a perfect pivot in my opinion is okay you want to take away one of our one of our disciplinary tools then you're gonna have to you're gonna have to throw us a fucking bone here and i i feel for him because man i i wouldn't want that job um moving along um uh, this so there was supposed to be a California law that was that took takes effect on the first of the year, but uh, it was banned. It was barred by a federal judge. It's a uh, specifically having guns in public spaces. 
uh, as you might expect, this particular federal judge was of the conservative persuasion. And so he had a lot to say about fucking Constitution, Second Amendment, egregious fucking violation. Like, shut. And the uh, governor, Newsom, obviously just was like, this is about public safety, man. We're, uh, and the attorney general is by default the like the the person whose name is on the bill when it goes to court for review so uh he's on the same of the same ilk as Gavin Newsom so you can you know what to expect from there from that um the federal judge depends on who you get really uh like California gun laws are already really strict so i'm not sure what this is really stopping what is it what is this preventing probably should have read more i thought i had enough with just that um but i i know that it was referencing uh, like public parks and uh playgrounds and things like that so places where families are but if somebody was going to those places with the intent of causing someone harm they're not that isn't going to stop them it's and that that can that's only it's not preventative it's just reactionary uh this isn't going to stop anyone from doing anything if they're truly intent on doing that and it's uh i don't know I should have read more into this. That's my fault. But I'll have another look and um, I'll get back to you because I get it. Like the public safety concern is pretty fucking serious. People are, children are dying in by the dozens and it's completely unacceptable. I don't give a shit what amendment you want to cite because I'm pretty sure life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness uh, came first. So, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. Uh, that's my fault for being an idiot. <sighs> but uh, in the, from what I do remember reading about it, it does. It I don't know. You're just gonna give people steeper fines or jail time for carrying in places that they're not supposed to. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Just like I said, if someone's intent on doing harm in those spaces, they're going to do it, whether that law's in place or not. And at the at the same time, there's also the like the good guy with the gun, bad guy with the, that's bullshit. If you still believe that, I have a fucking bridge to sell you. Okay, that's horseshit, complete fucking horseshit. Ask any police officer, anyone you want. If what they like, what they're going to think, if they pull up to an active shooter scene, and they see you with a gun, what do you think is going to happen? Doesn't matter what your intentions are. Doesn't matter how much of a hero you're trying to be, like trying to fucking prestige on COD or whatever the whatever it is these days. They're not going to think twice about putting you down. 
So, <laughs> if you want to take that risk, you go ahead. I, I understand. Like this is this only hurts fucking uh, lawful, legal, law-abiding citizens. Okay, I get it. Just being a law-abiding citizen with a gun in an active shooter scene is not going to be to your benefit, no matter how much you think. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. One thing on... So I mentioned this in the worldwide episode that I did. I believe it released yesterday. I don't even fucking remember when I released my own shit. Whatever. So there was a delegation from the U.S., the uh, Secretary of State, uh, Secretary for the Department of Homeland Security, and one of his advisors, and uh, a fucking, probably a smorgasbord of other people, but those were like the main three. Um, they met with the president of Mexico, uh, just goes by AMLO, or like that's the nickname, since those are his initials. Uh, so he announced, I don't, recall how but it wasn't like a formal hearing or press press briefing he just said uh, that he has struck important deals that's like that's the key phrase important deals with the u.s to work uh to work together on a couple of a few different things but uh the mass migration issue being key among them so like yeah very likely the deals are the deals include uh, Mexico taking on some responsibility on their side of the house for the migration coming to the U.S. Um, but they also discussed, you know, shared national security concerns and other shared economic concerns. I'm going to guess it was like, hey, if you want us to start stepping in the way, then we, we're going to need some help putting stuff to step in the way with. You know what I mean? So, recently, the federal government closed two major rail crossings for almost a week. So it was a week of uh, international commerce that was lost. Not that I really care, but whatever. It's some people's considerations but other ports of entry have been closed indefinitely to move personnel to more quote-unquote high traffic areas so it's like i i mentioned this i want to say last last uh domestic last u.s episode that the governor of arizona katie hobbs is taking her own declaring her own state of emergency activating the national guard moving uh state troopers whoever the fuck she can to start like processing the people that are at the port one of the port of entries that was closed which has been really fucking things up for us here in arizona um texas uh, being the fucking lunatics that they are are actively trying to murder these people um, I don't really simply if the choice is between 
undocumented people coming or killing them like this isn't even a discussion these are still people these are human beings and they at least give them a fair shake you know what i mean um capture like arrest people all you want but killing people is fucking unacceptable uh, arizona i need to look more into what uh hobbs has done with that like emergency declaration that she made so but like it's it's a demonstration i think of what it means to be you can be firm in your stance of public safety national security or whatever while still being more measured and nuanced with who you are with the human beings that you're dealing with um so i wanted to bring up this one thing i uh <laughs> being a little bit of a nerd a lot of bit of a nerd i have the wikipedia app on my phone just i look up shit on there all the time um i have a few pages that are always that i have saved because i constantly re read and reread them and one of them is about this little spot of land called the Darien Gap. It's a 66-mile gap in the Pan American Highway. The Pan American Highway goes from the very fucking tippy top of Alaska all the way to the tippy bottom of uh, Chile or Argentina. I don't can't recall which off the top, but this little space of land <laughs> between Yavisa, Panama, and Turbo, Colombia. There's no firm infrastructure whatsoever. Uh, if you're going to cross the Darien Gap, you need to go around it or you're hoofing it. There is no driving. The, there was an attempt for it to... It was supposed to be like a demonstration of a superior auto manufacturing want to say it was uh chevrolet i want to say it was chevy but um i'm not don't recall that quite off the top but three of them tried to drive through the darian gap and they're all uh they all got fucked so uh also there's zero roads zero firm infrastructure absolutely zero law enforcement presence it's uh bandits are very common here um, there are native tribes that do some agriculture with a typical, I guess, jungle area, tropical types of crops, bananas, uh, other, and whatever, other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so the Darien Gap, it, to me, it's, it's a, I don't know why I find that place so fascinating, but uh, up until like 20 years ago the number of people i think it was less than it was a few hundred people that have that crossed it because of how dangerous it is and people as of um i want to say august august or september something like 350,000 people have crossed the darien gap uh, to me that's pretty fucking telling of how resolute these people are in uh 
seeking a better life, wanting a better life. The type of uh, commitment is fucking commendable. That's, that's a, I mean, well, what other choice do they really have? Stay where they were and starve, killed by like gang violence or something. But uh, yeah, Darian Gap, 350,000 people. That's a lot of people. Um, hmm. I'm really curious to see what these important deals were. Uh, probably some favorable trade positions in exchange for increased enforcement on the Mex southern Mexican side. But uh, we, we will see. Um, for just uh, for for the uh, for the funnies, one of the other pages that I keep open on Wikipedia, it's called the Voynich Manuscript or Voynich Voynich. One of the two. I'm going to say Voynich. It's that it's this book that was found. To, it was written in a completely unrecognizable language. Which, but it was very clearly a language. Like it wasn't just scribbles, or uh, or like gibberish or something. It was a. It clearly had like grammatical rules and a structure of some kind. So I know that uh, as far as I know, nobody's been able to decipher what it is. But I also haven't checked recently. Um. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> Let's. Um, the battle in fucking women's autonomy continues. Completely ridiculous. Uh, but what's happening is that litigation is shifting from attacking bans as a whole and starting to present specific cases. Uh, to wit, when does health and safety of the mother apply what does that mean when is the life of the mother considered in jeopardy uh like start giving me fucking specifics because i think that's what the uh medical practitioners are looking for is give me the that's why they're even when they do have cases like kate cox uh they don't want to do it because the the verbiage is too ambiguous so that's I think that's pretty cool. Like, uh, <laughs> the old, uh, technically correct, the best kind of correct. Uh, so further cases are going to focus on the, also one thing, the legal implications of traveling from a state where, uh, women's healthcare is fucking mandated by the state. Uh, or, and going to, you know, a free place to make your own medical choices. So, like, what happens when you come back? So, like, Kate Cox traveled out of Texas to very unfortunate situation that she had to take care of. And she goes back. What happens now? It Can Texas try her with something? I guess we're gonna find out. Uh... Indiana Supreme Court. I think the Indiana had a very strict ban. Uh, 
and they are taking an appeal to define what constitutes serious health risk. Uh, I had mentioned previously from Ohio, which has a near total ban, that the Idaho Supreme Court... Um, I, I mentioned this a while back about them uh, and the the MTALA, the Emergency Medical Treatment and Active Labor Act. Um, if you're following along at home, it's just if you go into like an emergency room and you're you have like a gunshot on your stomach, but you don't have like health insurance or anything, the uh, it's the doctors are allowed to say screw the screw the rules i have a hippocratic oath that i need to follow um and i think uh this there's a similar case in ireland which is very very catholic where they had a woman from india who from i believe i don't know if it's still the case but at the time um, abortion was legal where she came from, but it was not legal in Ireland. And because of that ambiguity or that conflict, the woman ended up passing away before anything was done to help her. I, uh, the, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how these people are letting their personal feelings on the situation dictate somebody else's life like I, I thought facts don't care about your feelings that's what I thought they were all about but I mean hey what do I know man I thought I had more on this I can look some other shit up yeah I'm gonna look other things up just for the fun of it just get a little bit more time in here oh dear me how could I have forgotten Nikki Haley was asked about the Civil War. What did, how did she want to mention it? It was, uh, or how did she want to describe it? Her words. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run. What you could and couldn't do. The freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. And uh, the fellow that was in, this is in New Hampshire. Said, he said, uh, in the year 2023, it's astonishing to me that the answer you that that you answer that question without mentioning the word slavery. Uh, uh, he isn't wrong. Of naturally, the fucking revisionist history types are gonna with the whole oh states' rights. Uh, okay, states' rights to do what? What 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 were you trying to do? That was uh, was such a was well, such a fucking problem for you. What was what were you doing? Uh, it doesn't matter what we were doing. Yes, the fuck it does matter what you were doing. Because if you were trying to build a post office, or a public school, or a road, then we wouldn't be having this conversation, would we? But I re I remember some years back. So it was on a on Reddit. It was on a it was a military one. Uh, the Marine Corps had recently, um, if you had one, you know, it's 
grandfathered in, but uh, a Confederate flag was a disqualifier for potential recruits, and there was a lot of fuss about it. And <clears throat> and that was where some rando popped in and was this was on a military subreddit so the rando was i don't know who uh i was like oh oh man i didn't know that uh marines were such fucking lib snowflakes let me give you the real history of what it is and then he went into this super long diatribe i mean like at least two or three pages at least two pages of different economic factors that the the uh, the union government was trying to like strip from them or or deconstruct with their overreach <laughs> and the it was a really easy response like every every single fucking thing that you just said is based on the human capital that they had and that being the um such a big price price point like of course they were able to rake money fucking hand over fist and they're not going to be able to do that when they have to pay people it's you're you're uh, you're really dancing around the point it's like you you're almost there you're almost there you almost got it it was weird um, I have never understood how someone can have a Confederate flag and think that they're more patriotic than me. It does not make sense to me. Those, like the Confederacy and the U.S. are not synonymous. They're not the same thing. The Confederacy actively tried to leave the United States. Um, I, so I'm not sure. And then the, the heritage, not hate. Like, bro, are you serious? Like, I, I know that the flag in use is, it was kind of a rando that was picked out of the lot because like the actual flag of the Confederacy didn't look like that. It had that element, but it wasn't, that wasn't the whole thing. But, um, that what is that heritage of like what's the heritage that you're talking about what heritage what is it what is it that you're proud of specifically that that flag represents what is it being from the south well that flag as as it pertains to the south is very clearly Heritage of hate, not heritage, not hate. It's uh, pretty absurd. There's... I don't know, there's only so much... It's, it's frustrating when they talk about, oh, you need to read history. You need to really read history. So I did. I'm like, okay, well... Okay, I want to... I want to squash this for myself for all time and once I read all of this stuff 
I'm never gonna fucking hear a word one way or the other because I have read it. I'm not going to bother engaging. Or uh, I'm not gonna bother with heated engagement, I'll say. Just I'll just drop some links like here's history. And what I read was that every every single state's article of articles of secession specifically mention uh, the inferiority of black people, the superiority of white people. Um, the the cornerstone speech is not hard to find. It was given by the vice president of the Confederacy. Like the opening block of words is the superiority of the white race and like the natural order of the black race being beneath it. That's exactly what their stated purpose was. It's a, the same way everyone says like, oh, well, Hamas's stated purpose is the destruction of Israel. Yeah, it is. That's why they're fucking assholes and nobody ever should like them. <clears throat> Similarly, the stated purpose of the Confederacy was to maintain the white superiority, white supremacy institution. So I don't understand why we're pretend why people try to pretend that it isn't when it's not difficult to find the information. Very easy to get it. It <laughs> took me all but a few minutes. I no kidding, read all of the articles of secession, all of them. I think it was Alabama. It's the only one that does not specify slavery black inferiority or white superiority. It does, however, mention that it sympathizes with the aims of its, you know, its confederates and the confederacy as a whole. It sympathizes with those aims. So kind of danced around. You say it, you said it without saying it, I think is the, uh, what we're looking at there. But the whole shit, it's, widely available uh, in general it's uh, finding out you know that a lot of the founding fathers were <laughs> not very good people were they brilliant political minds philosophical minds maybe no not no just brilliant political minds business minds sure uh, are they like m morally are they on some moral pedestal that they are above reproach for some reason? I don't understand why they're not. Or I don't understand why they are above reproach because they're fucking not. You don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Um, it's... It's just... Why can we not acknowledge these things? At the very least, acknowledge these things. Uh, as, further to that, and this is particularly for Confederate statues, we don't need to be memorializing this. We don't need to have that on a pedestal in a place of prestige and reverence. That's not where that shit belongs. Those people belong in the fucking bin. If, <laughs> But if you want to give it the the dignity that it merits 
for its historical importance, you can do that without putting it in a position of reverence, like a fucking museum. Talk about it in classrooms. But, I don't know. But I guess I'm talking uh, critical race theory right now, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, well, what did uh, Ron DeSantis say? That fucking clown. It's a, uh, it's a, it was a brilliant uh, work skills development program. Like, are you, you don't seriously believe that, right? You can't seriously believe that. Uh, huh. Well, if anything's going to get me heat, it's going to be that bit about the Confederacy being bullshit. It is white supremacy. It is about slavery. Fucking get over it, man. You can be proud of being from Georgia all you want. <laughs> nobody, nobody can stop you. But this using that as the emblem of it, that is just incorrect. Uh, and, and yeah, if you would like my scholarly sources, I would be more than glad to provide them to you. Uh, hmm. Progressivepatriots.us Hit the email button, and I'll uh, I'll send you what I got. I keep it fucking locked and loaded, because these fucking morons come out of nowhere. Alright. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, last things before I get out of here. In my... I'm, I try to do this every week. It's the boring but important segment. This shit is fucking boring. My eyes glazed over multiple times. I kid you not. I will tell you, but in the middle of researching one of these, I legitimately fell asleep. <laughs> I legitimately fell asleep. All right, so uh, I'll let you know when, when, the, uh, when that happens, or when that happened. I'll point it out to you. So the first thing in the fucking boring but really important uh, piece of pieces of information, I have this this new rule regarding shell companies. So the Department of the Treasury, the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, FinCEN, we've mentioned them before. They've detailed a plan to allow access to but beneficial ownership information of companies, in particular, access to financial firms, law enforcement organizations, other government agencies. And that's just the beginning. So a beneficial owner is someone who has 25% or more ownership stake, a majority voting stake, or exerts substantial control over that company. Uh, situ situations like that, we could say, um, I don't know, Jimmy Carter's fucking peanut farm. Uh, yeah, he sold it, but I'm sure that if he called up whoever bought it, he could probably sway them a little bit. Maybe. Because he was president. Or maybe that's not a good one. Um, for example, uh, Trump leaves his Trump organization, his business... He leaves his uh, fucking dumbass kids in charge. He can still, he still exerts substantial control over what happens in the Trump organization, right? So that's the, that would be considered a beneficial owner. 
so this is from the Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Quote, this dirty money flowing in from all over the world undermines fair business competition and poses risk to our country's economic and national security. Thanks to the new beneficial ownership framework, we're, tr we're making tremendous progress towards changing this. End quote. Uh, that is... <sighs> Hold on a sec. All right. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, that's the Treasury Secretary. Um, there were some people who spoke out uh, with concerns of privacy. But, I mean, shell companies, dog. I don't know. Uh, like, the way that my businesses are structured, I have... I don't know if it's a shell, if I have a holding... If it's a holdings company. I don't know. I'll ask my accountant when I do my taxes. Uh, so there you go. I think this is a this is a cool move. They're going to start once they get uh, they once they figure out how they want to grant access, like how that permission structure works. They'll be uh, grant. They'll be expanding who can who can look at it. Uh, hmm. But man, Finsen, they've been uh, they've been getting it in this year. Uh, oh right, there is going to be, I believe, a two month period that will allow for public comment. So we'll see. Uh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> moving along to the production of hydrogen. The guidelines that were published for producing hydrogen to qualify for IRA tax credits have been released. So the problem is that the guidelines are not clear on how nuclear power factors into this. Um, so the thing is, hydrogen is used for... It's a raw material for producing other things. Uh, I think aluminum was one of them and some other shit. But it's a chief raw material that we need, and it's extremely energy intensive to create. So the IRA guidelines were set to, to you know, if you're making hydrogen with clean energy then you get the tax credits that's great thank you for supporting the clean energy economy and creating hydrogen awesome but the thing is that nuclear is extremely low emission low carbon emission uh, as you would expect so uh, that has been the problem that the nuclear plants are wanting to have sorted out if they qualify for IRA credits which I expect that they would and I don't see why they wouldn't given all we know about you know what the IRA is supposed to do nuclear power is absolutely one of those outlets or production mediums that we should be embracing I think we should be embracing um 
that I you know, like, hey, I want to really punch the guy in the mouth, but uh, Vivek Ramaswamy said, uh, embrace nuclear. I'm like, all right, well, you know, broken clocks. What are you going to do? <laughs> I still would not want to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with a man, but still. Uh, so, the business nerds say that this is going to slow the growth of the hydrogen manufacturing industry. Um, to which I say, shut up, nerds. And I'm going to side with these other nerds, the environmental nerds, saying that this is a going the net benefit in the long run is far going to outweigh any potential uh, handicaps that we encounter in the immediate future. And yeah, I, I picked my nerds and they're the they're the fucking flower and tree hugging ones. But. Yeah, that's your uh, <laughs> daily dose of, uh, not daily, your weekly segment of very fucking boring, very important. Um, the part where I fell asleep was reading through what some of the business nerds were saying. And then uh, I fucking fell asleep. And I was asleep for I don't know how long. I woke up. And I, <laughs> I looked at my computer, like, what the fuck? Why am I doing this to myself? Why do I do this to myself? Uh, I read, then I read the environmental people and like I summed it up very succinctly for you. And I'm going to assume you are a crayon eating fucking idiot like me. So there you go. The business nerds say slows the industry. The environmental nerds say it's uh, it's going to be good in the long run. So, there you go. That is it. Um, all right. Network stuff. I mentioned the worldwide episode that I released. So, it's on, it's on the same feed as this. Progressive Patriots. It just has like a brackets, WW, or US. You know what I mean? So, there you go. Um other shows if you like boxing or mma you can head over to lvxmedia.net you can check out b-sides for boxing ultimate fucking casual for mma uh hard shell tacos is like a slice of life thing i do with a relative of mine and other stuff there's other stuff on there uh some like uh music producers do that some friends of mine who also release podcasts of their own it, like there's a lot of shit on there on lvxmedia.net so that's the general name, but progressivepatriots.us, that'll take you straight to the Progressive Patriots page part of uh, LVX Media. And that's where you can, the, the uh, contact options. So the phone number there, 833-589-7637. That is anonymous, unattended, if you don't tell me who it is, who you are, then I don't know. Um, you can call. It goes straight to voicemail. Uh, if you want, you can text. That would be a little bit easier for all parties involved. But if you want to have your voice, if you're cool with it, you can have your voice on the show. I'll cut in your, your audio there for everyone to hear. Um... 
interacting social media posts or social media stuff. It's LVX Media Net on everything. If you can't find it, I'm not on it. Um, so interacting with social media posts helps, but like that highlights the social media stuff, which might indirectly lead people to the shows, right? But the best thing that you could do is uh, if you could just leave a rating, be very much appreciated. Drop me a fiver. I would love it. I'll give you money. I don't have a lot of it, but I'll give you some. Um, the review section, like if you have time, it would be great. But I'm, I'll be happy with just a, uh, just a rating. So that would be nice. Let's see if you would like to get involved somehow. I am. I really think I'm. 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 I had. I can say this with a bit of certainty, a strong degree of certainty, that wherever you are in the United States, there will be people from common defense in your state. Um, if you're in a fucking big one like Texas, like I don't know that. That doesn't, I don't know, if, I don't think that really qualifies as close to you, but there will still be other Texans. Um, California, same problem with the size, but there's a, yeah, there's people all over the country and these are like-minded people. Um, they're a bit more polished in their, <laughs> in their vernacular than I am, but they have very, like, we have a lot of the same sympathies and, uh, outlooks so i've been volunteering with them for like two years now something like that and it's it's been great great people um so to go there the registration page go to on whatever browser lvx.at slash cdef c-d-e-f and that's going to take you straight to the uh, registration page i don't remember if there's any notes or something, tell them I sent you. Maybe we'll get a... I think we get a prize. I think it's a t-shirt. So, that'd be cool. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, so that's lvx.at slash cdef. Um, my stuff is LVX Media Net. Phone number 833 Pods. And that's going to do it. Yep, thank you for listening. Really appreciate your time, and we will see you next week.